0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup, meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, Listen, welcome back to the Overflow podcast. I am thrilled and genuinely touched to welcome a new friend and, gosh, a Clarity Energy Sherpa. I want to welcome Kelly Wan to the podcast today. Kelly is a spiritual alignment coach, a solution and Clarity Sherpa, like don't we all need a Sherpa in our lives, an energy mechanic. And I would say, too, really, you are a wizard of energy. I love your website that says, are you ready for the shift? Get your shift. What's your quote? Get
0: your shift together.
1: Get your shift (laughs) together. That's right. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much, Kim. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's so appropriate that you are here today because, you know, I've been thinking about the summer and everybody has been on the go and busy it was quite a pandemic, and I think the summer, everybody kind of got out of their houses. They got out of their uh, every everything in life, and they got busy. They got busy visiting. They got busy entertaining, traveling. Everybody was on the move. And many people said, you know what? In September, I'll rest. And now, with October upon us, the fall, the changing of the leaves, and the weather, and the cold, sweaters are coming out. And it feels like everybody's getting ready for the hibernation of the winter. And so when I have conversations with you about resilience and vibration, like our high vibe, our energy, like how we choose to show up, I think now is the perfect time to have you on the podcast inspiring us.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I hope I can.
1: Tell us a little bit about your story.
0: Yeah, sure. So I, um, I walked into, well, as they say, you know, it kind of falls on your lap. So I found that I was several years ago depressed and I was looking for help. I went to see a therapist, which helped, but it didn't didn't change anything within me. And I still felt really kind of low and down. And I went in search of something more to, to heal me. And I found myself in the office of a mindfulness coach who completely changed my life. Um, and the, the really crazy thing is before I went there, I didn't even realize that we could change the way we think. I just thought that's, that's just how we were. And people would say, oh, you know, positive thinking. And I thought I could think positively using the, the brain that I had. But in fact, it really wasn't wired for positive thinking at all. Um, and it was I was astonished to learn that, You know, at 40 something years old, I was learning to think for the first time with some sort of positivity and some clarity. And yeah, it really changed the trajectory of my life. And from there, a whole bunch of other things happened. And I winded up in a position where I was learning about energy. I thought it was really cool. And I became a Reiki master. And through a series of unfortunate events, I learned that this great source Our higher source really does run through ourselves and we can tap into that at any time and get clarity and um, heal ourselves, change how we think, change the program, lift ourselves up. And it's been um, it's been really magical.
1: It sounds so deep. But the way you say it. It sounds like that access to our spirituality, our healing, the way you say it, sounds like it's within our reach.
0: It is within our reach. And that is exactly what I set out to show everybody in the new workshop that I'm just releasing in November called Emotional Rescue. It's designed for people who have no idea what I'm talking about, but want, they genuinely want, to feel different because it's not as much as I want to say it's magic it's not magic you have to do the work yourself you have to want to do it but once you start little steps um it's amazing how quickly you will level up and and this course is designed to to bring you in to find out where you are to show you how to think positively there's energy work involved in the course. So we're, we're going to, you know, lift, uh, beliefs and limiting beliefs and, and all kinds of things that are stuck within us. Um, we're just going to move. We're just going to shift. That's what it's about leveling up.
1: So good. I, I just love the title solution and clarity Sherpa. I I really feel like that is like, wouldn't we all need a Sherpa, a guide along the way saying, I've got some things in my backpack that might, we might need along the way. Um, you know, this might be the better path. I'm looking ahead at the the weather and this is what, you know, we need to prepare for. It's what we need to think about, or maybe we need to hold. I just love, I, I love the Sherpa. I think we all need a Sherpa in our lives. And I I was thinking about, how you were saying, you know, I go to a therapist and then you went to a mindfulness coach. So interesting that it's a, uh, mindfulness coach. So teaching you and giving you tools to travel on a healing journey. And I, and I think basically our, our journey of life. Definitely. Uh, When I was in therapy, it was mostly,
0: you know, they, they talk you through it and it definitely gave me some some balance let's say to know that maybe said situation wasn't wasn't for me or wasn't mine to hold but there was no tools given on how to move it how to get it out of my brain how to not identify with that belief um and so the mindful when i learned mindfulness it's what stopped it stops your like it stopped my brain from overthinking and then i was able to go wait a second i could see that's not for me to take that's That's someone else's belief that they inflicted on me. Oh, crap. You know, I've been looking through this lens of all these beliefs. I always like to use the analogy of the Grinch because everybody knows how much toys he stole from Whoville. And you have this huge sack of stuff that we carry around with us. And we don't even really realize that we're carrying it until you start to sift through it. And once you start to sift through it, you start to unload it. And man, does it feel good. Just even having the direction. Uh, you know, the direction, the tools uh, handed to you to start to unload this, this sock that we're dragging around.
1: I, I would, I would love to know if you have any advice because you know, I think about when, when I designed the podcast for over and I, and we called it overflow, I really thought about mainly women, women who are leaders. And I often imagine her to be kind of carrying the world on her shoulder. So kind of like the Grinch, like carrying that big bag for everyone has got everybody you know, in mind, make sure everybody's accounted for and everybody's fed and and all the things. And often she is the one who is struggling and you may not see that on her. Like you may not see, you actually will see this. You might see an optimistic smile. You might see someone who looks strong but at the end of the day, like when the pandemic first started, Kelly, one woman that I knew was embarrassed that she had all the um, wine bottles at the at the end of her street in her in her recycling bin. But as a businesswoman, as a leader, as a mom and a wife and all the things, she seemed to be carrying this big weight and worry of the pandemic in the in the world. So any advice you would have for her that's carrying that big sack of everything on her shoulders today? Gosh, that's, um,
0: it depends on, on, on your situation. Every situation is different. You know, I can certainly resonate with that woman, um, being a single mom for 18 years, myself to three children. Um, I'm really glad my kids weren't young in the pandemic because, um, I, my heart went out to all the moms that were in the house with their children, trying to do their business, trying to run their children's school and just all the things. I think, um, you know, if you need to lock yourself in a bathroom sometimes so you don't go crazy, that's a piece of advice I would give you. You know, <laughs> it's okay. It's it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad mom if you need to just to to, to take a break. And the other thing is to really, you know, to, like they always say, take a few breaths. Take a few breaths. Just in the heat of a moment, just just take a few breaths and listen to yourself breathe it just, it diffuses the momentum of of whatever's running around in your brain. And it just brings you back to at least neutral ground. And then you can, you know, try and uh, operate from there or address the challenge or the situation or the crisis or the love. Sometimes we don't even want to feel love if we're, if we're a mom and we've had it, we just, we just need to be left alone. So we want to be our best selves when we're dealing with our kids. Um, and, And that's really hard when our brains are constantly going in every direction
1: i i would agree with you i would say many women that i talk to their minds are constantly going so they're either worried about things in the past and regrets and all the things or they're worried about the future and they've got all that kind of on their mind yeah
0: and then they have all the things about their how well am i sexy enough am i beautiful enough am i all the things like it's so many things all the time like we are superpowers as women you know we really do carry a lot with us
1: I love that. So taking time to really breathe and be present, as as much as you say be present, you know, you kind of think, okay, that's been five seconds. That's okay, though.
0: You know, five seconds might be all you need, and the more practice, like now that I've been practicing for so long, I I can reset myself in a matter of minutes. And I still, you know, I'm such a perfectionist, and I know I I, I you know I teach this 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 way of thinking to people now, and I will even catch myself in a situation, maybe a judgment floats into my mind. And I go, wait a second. Don't, that's not for you to judge. So I can pull myself back to neutral and not be judgy. But then I feel guilty for even having had the judgmental thought in the first place. And then I remember, oh, wait, I'm human. It's okay. But I'm aware. I'm aware. It's just about living aware, you know? You, you can, it's okay to make a judgment and make a mistake or make a mistake and say, I'm sorry. You bring yourself back to center. You don't, you don't carry on with the drama and feed into it. You just, if you can keep yourself or get yourself back to neutral, then that will ground the situation or the drama for everyone else as well. Who's involved. Literally get your shift together.
1: It is. It is. Uh-huh. It really
0: is. It,
1: it, and it's, Yeah. It's, it's just such a simple concept. It is. It, that... it, this is it, Kelly. This is it. This is it. It is such a simple concept. This is what I mean. Like, I love being in your space where you, you know, it's so simple. Here you go. And it seems so simple. And yet, in the moment, that's exactly it. There's either the guilt, or the shame or the embarrassment or in in that moment, I don't I don't I'm not open to love like in that moment I just want to scream or cry or and so you're you're exactly right that it just seems so simple like I don't know I'm trying I I would put that as a challenge out you know I'm trying it seems so simple and yet so you're trying so that's you know that's all you can that's all we can do
0: is try every day try our best every day you know I, I, I believe that now that that uh, you know i i know that this 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 source energy runs through us and and if you think about it this source energy runs through us so we're literally part of that this huge powerful consciousness and every single day we get to wield this physical body around with this higher energy and be of service to people and if every single one of us woke up every single morning and said, how can I be of service today with this magnificent energy? My gosh, wouldn't we be in a better place? It's again, a simple concept, but we don't wake up that way. We wake up with all the stuff we went to bed with and all the things, and we don't know how to, we, don't, we just don't seem to know how to get back to neutral. Um, and at the very least, what I'm hoping, if my workshop can't uh, make magnificently change your life. I'm hoping that it will at least illuminate the the door to walk through to go wait a second, you know, there are other ways or are something I haven't tried. I never knew that before. Gee, really that's gonna work for me? Just being grateful? Yeah. Try that for 21 days. Be grateful for 21 days in a row and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Intentionally. Mm-hmm, that's the whole thing. You have to intentionally want to also feel better about yourself as well. It doesn't just happen. You have to want to be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was telling—I was you- sick of
1: being sick. Yes, I was telling you the other day that I—I I have set an intention. So every Monday morning, and it's true with the busyness and the chaos, and I've got teenagers and all the things. And so on Mondays, I really try and take when when everything's calm, but before my day starts. I try and think about what's my intention for this week. And I write it on a little post-it note. It seems so silly. It seems so simple. It doesn't seem silly. It seems simple. I write it on a post-it note and I pop it in front of my desk. But then throughout the week, I get a chance to look at it and say, okay, am I living my intention? Do I need to bring myself back? Is there worry, guilt, all those things that maybe I need to put aside because my intention is to be joyous, to be grateful, to be present this week.
0: That's wonderful. I like that reminder. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think too, that um, just even Mm -hmm. being self-aware is so helpful and not many of us are really truly self-aware. Again, it seems like a simple concept, but when you really break down self-awareness, most people don't really understand really what it is Um, and, and, and the cues that your body and your own intuition give you when you're aware is, is magnificent. Mm -hmm. We're not listening. Mm -hmm. So my, my mission is to show us all how powerful we really, really are and get more people, as you call it, living in their overflow. Um, because we did come here to be awesome and not average. So, you know, I want to amp that up for everybody. I think there's a lot of people who are like me and the concept of you know therapy or mindfulness and you know if they're if they're in their forties or fifties or sixties, they've probably been told bah, by their parents, bah, that doesn't really work, buck up. You know, you don't need that, but you do need that. And I and I think that if they taught us this in schools too, that's a big one for me. I'd really like to see these teachings be in elementary school. These should be the courses that our, our children are are learning. How to self-regulate. Mm-hmm. How to calm the worry. To know, hey, you know, when mom said yesterday that, you know, she hated that shirt on you. That, that wasn't, she didn't mean to tell you that because she wanted to leave you with a whole childhood scar. and And, you know, that you, but we don't know. It's how we perceive and every every one of us perceives differently so what might be a trauma for one person was a joke to someone else but if we don't explain that to the kids just like we go through life and we start taking on all these other beliefs and before you know it we're projecting on other people these things that aren't even true of our own self and we're lost truly we are we're lost we need to we need to to step into more spiritual, Way of living and be more in touch with our inner self and higher self and, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and I wonder if that would be more of a guide. So I was thinking about my teenager who is in grade eleven and starting to wonder about what are you know what will happen after high school? Will it be university? Will it be college? And there are other parents who are you know when she interacts with the other parents, other parents are um, almost demanding or pressuring like she's you know, but you've got to know. And I keep thinking, no, you 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 don't have to know. Like I would be curious. I would wonder. I would discover and and explore what your options are. I don't think you have to go wherever it is to the next step and know that's your destination. I think, yeah, explore and 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 wonder and
0: you're you're absolutely right. But you know,
1: No fault of the other parents. No, we're
0: all, we're all pre-programmed to ask the question. Mm-hmm. That's a pro that's an old program. We've been, we were, we were raised with that. You must go to high school. You must go to college university. That's what success is. Mm-hmm. That's so far from the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just an old program we're running. So good for you for telling your daughter, no, you can do whatever you like to do. Yeah. You know, and not be subject to the judgments of the other people that are telling you something Because that's what they were told is the right thing.
1: And find and find the joy. Like to me, it comes back to what you said about self-awareness. Like, and, and this is also kind of part of my mission in the, in the overflow. Like some women that I know, like during the pandemic went and got their masters, got higher education, like, and that was awesome. That was filling, fueling for them. And for other women, it was, you know, running and losing weight. And for other women, it was running a business or being an entrepreneur. Why can't we, you know, celebrate our own awesomeness in whatever that is? And so it kind of comes back to self-awareness, like feeling that gut feeling, thinking, yeah, my gut is like twisting and turning, like that doesn't feel so good to me. Or you know, maybe inside your gut, you're all butterflies. Like, this is so cool. This, you know, tell me more, or let me learn. Or, like, I, I or wish at the very least, moments.
0: ask your gut when it gets twisty and turny or when you get the butterflies. like take the moment to breathe and ask yourself, what is this telling me? What is this signaling to me? Is it dangerous? Is it exciting? Should I not take the job? Is it not in my best interest? What is it? What's the intel? Your higher self, your your internet, as I like to say, is is guiding you. You just need to tap into it. You will live, live your best life as a result of listening to the guidance that's, that's right there for
1: you to uncover. Yeah, so good. So good. Okay, what other, what any, any other advice? I love how you, your story shares that you kind of dove more deeply into spirituality and manifesting, thinking about your mindfulness, thinking about how you manifest your thoughts, your, you talked about optimism. Uh, We talked about the Sherpa, we talked about breathing, being present. I love that. And now also, I mean, such a, again, such a simple piece of advice, a simple tip, Kelly, like maybe just ask your gut. I never even thought of that. Like, I think to check in with my gut, but actually be curious to say it out loud. Like, does this feel right? I wonder if I am enjoying this right now. I wonder if I'm curious about that. I wonder if this sits right with me. Like brilliant.
0: Yes. And your ego mind, your ego will always speak quick or first and loudest. So listen to that second little voice that whispers to you. That's your, that's your higher self talking. Mm -hmm.
1: I would start practice, start to practice that. So the first answer is probably your ego. Exactly. Which could be the patterns, like we were saying, of other parents, like of other generations of society. That could be, that is the loudest voice first. So totally. it's, and, and most, we mostly lead with
0: our ego, especially if we're not self-aware that that's even a thing, then all of this is all ego that we're out there wielding around in the universe without any knowledge of. That not even being our own stuff, you know, it's, it's really kind of crazy when you start to break it down. Yeah.
1: What would you recommend is our first next best step after listening to you share your advice and tips today?
0: I think your next best step is to listen to how you speak to yourself. Because how you speak to yourself is not how you would speak to a friend or your frail grandmother. So you start being a little more kinder with yourself. And um, that's a good spot to start. Because once you pay attention to how you talk to yourself, I, most people don't talk to themselves very nicely. We're very, very, very hard on ourselves. And the perfectionists uh, among us are really hard on ourselves. And we do a lot of self sabotaging. So it's really important to just be aware of what you're saying to yourself constantly, because what you're constantly saying is what you're bringing into your life. So you're likely keeping yourself stuck with your thought loop and your talk track.
1: So we need to shift that. Your shift together. Yes. We need to get our shift together. That's brilliant. You know, that's brilliant that I really take that to heart. You're, you're exactly right. I, I do believe I do believe that that we would be so kind, so gentle, so compassionate, forgiving to our best friend, even our neighbor, like certainly our grandma, but even our neighbor, a friend, you know, the the woman in the coffee shop that looks like she's having a bad day, we would totally extend kindness to her. And well, yeah. it's
0: so funny too because if
1: you find somebody, you know, if
0: if you're, I don't know, say you have a friend and and you know, you might be getting sick of their crap, and maybe they're always pulling the same thing, um, and maybe you're saying to them, you know what, look it, I don't want to talk to you anymore, but if you knew that the friend was mm-hmm. sick, mm-hmm. you you would be, you would not deal with it that way, you would have a whole different approach, and if we if we approached everyone with that grace and gentleness, then yes, we would be in a much better state. I think we're, we're all, everybody's so right now. It's true. And the pandemic is, did not help us. No,
1: no. And I think that's why this is, this is why I was so excited to have you because I thought the timing is so perfect this summer. I think we, we just, like I said, we just uh, opened all the windows and the doors and we went running or people packed their bags and jumped on planes and vacations and family like people said don't worry I'll sleep in September like they they were just nonstop stop um, cottages all all amazing fun things out out of the pen of the pandemic um, and now as the cool air is is blowing in and people are seeing the changing of leaves they're starting to get the blankets they're starting to want to hibernate And I think also they're starting to like hibernate or um, not really be sad, but not be, they don't seem to be as resilient, as strong. They seem to be, you know, kind of cowering under blankets. And so when I thought about you and I saw this, get your shift together. and, and, And I even saw on your website how it was like, I have the magic wand. And then here you are coming on the podcast and you're like, it's actually not magic. And it is so simple. And you've got the tools and now you're going to be running a workshop.
0: I am running a six week transfer. I like to call it a a transformative experience because it's not just you sitting there listening to me talk. It's interactive. It's integrative. I'm hoping it's life changing uh, for the people that attend it. Um, like I said, it was life changing for me. And now I'm going to offer something that is way bigger than what I even learned. It's really what I've learned in the last 15 years of my spiritual journey and and healing. Um, so, yeah, I'm really proud of my work and I'm excited to bring it out to the market and to people. And I'm really hoping to um, be able to empower a lot of women
1: um, back to their own power. That's it. That's it. Cause, because like you said, even just along the way, right, there's little things Being present, there's little tips. And imagine if we could just pull ourselves to the present moment and breathe. Imagine if we could just take a minute and say, How do I feel about this? Is this serving me? Is this serving them? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Wonderful.
1: Well, we will put your website and your contact information and the course in our show notes. So if you want to get a hold of Kelly, we'll put that in our show notes. Before you go, I like to ask, I kind of, I like to end our podcast with a few questions. So one is, are you reading anything? Do you have a book you'd recommend or a podcast maybe you're listening to? What are you recommending we listen to or read lately? Um, I don't know about lately, but I will say that um, one of
0: my favorite gurus that got me started down this uh, this path is Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um and he has a book and many, many videos on YouTube. But he has a book called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. Um, that's a good spot to start, I think. It's all about our thoughts are our fuel. So once we get that straight.
1: Yeah. Change your thoughts, change your life. Beautiful. Awesome. And if you I always like to wonder if you had if you were able to go back to your 21-year-old self, gosh, where would you be, right? Or if you had a twenty-one-year-old in front of you, um, these young these young adults that you have, what advice would you have for her today?
0: I, I I think that the best advice is to just that you have the entire universe's power inside of you. So let's tap into that and learn to use that. That's what I would tell the twenty-year-olds for sure. Live vibrantly,
1: powerfully, powerfully and confidently. The magic Kelly suit totally suits me. Like, Kelly, it's so, it's so big. The universe is inside you. And I mean, the universe is pretty big. And to imagine that it is inside of us. And then it's just a matter of all those things, like being present, being curious, living vibrantly. That's huge. That's huge. The universe is inside you.
0: Well, it's Take a great a place idea to
1: start. Yeah.
0: yeah thank it you. is inside you. You have an energy body that is literally magnetic. So think about that. If your thoughts are the fuel for your energy body, the quality of your thoughts matter because you want to have high quality thoughts to have a high vibrational magnetism, right? So yes, very important. And when you start once once you once you once you're aware of your thoughts, you can literally use this same energy and co-create with the universe. And it's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun.
1: I love it. I love it. The universe is inside you. It's huge. It's huge, Kelly. It's huge. How are you living in your awesomeness? How are you living in your overflow these days? I think
0: um, I live in my overflow most days. I've done you know i just i just don't it just don't true. really take much from me i just don't let a lot affect me anymore like it's i understand that most people are projecting their current drama on me and so i don't take that in anymore and i think that that allows me to live in my overflow every day so that i can serve others and bigger than that is really the workshop that i'm about to to bring like if i can help even just one person
1: I'll be overflow and overflow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the luck and we will, we will do our, our job too, to help promote your new course. I'm so excited for us to think about our own strength, our own energy, our own self-awareness. It's so much different than, you know, here's the tools, here's the, um, the books, here's the resources, like your perspective is, is since I have known you is the power is in you, the power is in you. And I keep wondering, is it in me? Is it in me today? Because it doesn't feel like it, or it doesn't feel like it this morning, or amidst the, you know, life that's happening around me, it doesn't feel like it's in me. So the power of your words, I hope the people that take the course and listen to this podcast, realize, as you're saying, the universe is inside you the power the awareness like your gut check that is in you and if you can be our spiritual sherpa along the way i would love to have you join uh thanks so much kim i would love uh, i would love to be your sherpa and thanks so much for
0: having me today it's it's a real honor and a pleasure and um i'm a big fan of yours Um, so thank you yeah that's great
1: and we'll have you back after you can share more about your course and what you're promoting up next
0: sweet it's yeah. already written by the way so let's go okay <laughs> thank Thanks you so
1: again, much Kim. thank you i hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear encouraging a shift in your mindset boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average you're here to be awesome Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.